Two killed in missile strike on Poland. Could this lead to World War III? This is shooting the shit. Gap Band! I played that before for you. That was the Gap Band with You Dropped a Bomb on Me. Just seemed appropriate considering what the hell is going on in this world right now. Hey, welcome to Shooting the Shit for November 17th, 2022. It is a thirsty Thursday. What's going on, people? How are you doing? How has it been? Donald Trump? He's running for president again. Woohoo! It's going to be an exciting two years. It really, really is. And Dave Chappelle even had a decent thing to say about him on Saturday Live. <laughs> Saturday Live, I guess writers realized it after it was already happening to them, that Dave Chappelle was actually pumping Trump's tires a little bit. And you know what? Kudos to you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dave Chappelle. It was fucking great. So, so here we are on a Thursday, a uh, couple days after Donald Trump decided to call and uh, come out with his announcement that he's going to run for president again in 2024. It's two years down the road. There's a long time to still wait, huh. but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. So welcome to the show. Uh, there's a little bit here to talk about. Let's uh, let's get started and let's start out with what is going on with this war in Ukraine. Uh, missiles. Missiles hit Poland and who's to blame for this? I mean, seriously. Was it deliberately? Could Russia be at fault with this? Was it an accident? Ukraine possibly being just careless with the weapons we gave them? But regardless, it's possible that this could trigger a world war. Absolutely. And nuclear, believe me, is not off the table, people. It's time to wake up. It's reality. It's what's really happening right now in the fucking world. In the world we live in, okay? It's not in this country, but it's in the world we live in that this is actually a possibility that our lives could end. It could end tomorrow. It could end in an hour. For, it could end 10 minutes from now. Sorry, I'm drinking my coffee. But yes, it could end. As fucked up as it is, it could end just out of the blue. Like, and I'm glad I've said this before in other podcasts. I'm, I'm glad I live in Philadelphia because basically I'm going to grab a beer, man, and I'm going to start just chugging and sit outside and just wait for that flash. And then I'm just gone, evaporated, dead. I don't want to live through that fucking Holocaust of nuclear fallout. I just don't. 
and I don't want my kids to either. It sounds kind of morbid and mean, but think about this, man. Would you rather just die slowly with your hair falling out of your fucking head over, you know, nuclear radiation and all that bullshit? Or would you just rather just be eliminated immediately? I, I, I can't see living a painful rest of my life, which might literally be a few more days, a few more weeks, maybe a few more months, maybe even a few more years. Who knows? But it's almost like just having cancer or something and just dying slowly from that. It's horrible. It really is. And it's horrible to think about it. But let's figure. It, let's think about this. Both leaders need to be actually bent down and spanked with a fucking paddle. They're both acting like fucking children right now. Zelensky. Zelensky's just... I, I think he's actually lost it. I think he's lost his mind. He's at a point where he's lost his mind. Putin, we already knew, was a nutbag. He's a nut. It's like they're two young bad kids fighting over a fucking toy. And, and now, at the least, we, we need to have a sit-down. You know, the UN, the United Nations, Russia, Ukraine, sit the fuck down and actually discuss the future. Where is this going and how the fuck do we end it? How do we end it with it, that's actually peaceful, that doesn't lead to nuclear fucking war and a nuclear holocaust? How do we stop this? And at this point, just think about this. Poland now, this is the thing. You dropped a bomb in Poland. You killed two fucking people. It's up to Poland now. It's literally up to Poland if they want to actually, you know, embark on Article 5. You know, push that, you know. The least we could do as a nation here in the United States to, to stop this is to stop funding Ukraine. Because Zelensky has lost it, and, and, and he's being reckless with our weapons. He's being reckless. Let's face the facts. If if this is Ukraine's fault, they're reckless. If this is Putin's fucking fault, it's probably deliberate and it's bullshit, and that does lead to war. World War. It's crazy. But you know what's funny? I'm, 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 I'm sitting here, and I, I, tonight I, I decide I'm going to Google. Let's see what the fuck I come up with. And all I did is I typed in missile strike Poland. And this is how divided we are. This is how fucking divided we are, even by the world. Oh, excuse me. It's my coffee, man. My coffee's so good. I love it. Mm, sorry. Give me a few. Give me a second here. Let me let me sip another sip, sip, sip. Steaming up my glasses. Can't see what I'm reading. All right. So, all right. There's the stories that are all over the place. Like I'm saying, Google's fucked up. This is how divided we are. The first story, Poland, NATO say missile strike wasn't a Russian attack. Okay, that's from the APnews.com, that article. The very next fucking one, excuse me for one minute, let me let me grab this phone. Hey, I'm back. That trip was instantaneous, Einstein. Yeah, again, you know, you know my little back to the future things when I do that. Yeah, I'm sure you heard the phone ring in the background. This microphone picks up every little Thing around here. It's just a home office. It doesn't have any kind of fucking soundproofing or anything. Actually, very um, echoey. Anyway, let's get back to this. So, I, I Google, like I was saying, I Google. And the first story is from APnews.com. Poland, NATO say missile strike wasn't a Russian attack. You go down to the very next story. It's CNBC.com. Ukraine says it's not to blame for Poland missile strike. CNBC. So who the fuck's to blame? Russia's not, not, not claiming it. Poland, according to this, it says Poland, dash, you know, 
NATO say missile strike wasn't Russian. Ukraine says it's not to blame for it either. Who are we blaming? That's the point. Nobody knows anything really what's going on with this. The way I look at it, like I said, if it's if it's Russia and it's deliberate, fucking that's that's that, that's an act of war. If it's Ukraine and it was by accident, that's actually just reckless with the missiles and, and the bullshit, all the things we send them. So, again, Article fucking 5. What are we going to do? Are we going to embark on Article 5? Like, this is up to Poland right now. Poland can make the decision. Like, it could end up in war because Poland says that was an act of war. It's time to, to we strike. So, with that being said, you know, we, we're going to go into the explainer here. Ah, here we are. It's, it's from Reuters. Routers, Reuters, whatever the fuck they're called. Explainer. NATO's Article 4 and 5. Could Ukraine war trigger its defense obligations? You know? So, let's do this. Washington, November 16th. NATO ambassadors held an emergency meeting on Wednesday after a missile strike killed two people in Poland and raised global alarm that Russia's war in Ukraine could spill into neighboring countries. Mm-hmm. Well, we all knew that. We all knew that that could happen. I mean, it's like fucking, you know, you live in Kensington in Philadelphia and, and, and you know, the, the, the drug addicts could spill into Fishtown, you know, because it's right next door. Mm-hmm. Anyway, NATO said an investigation was still underway, but the uh, explosion at a grain facility in NATO, at a grain facility, huh? We all know how grain works. Grain's kind of like, if it's a fertilizer grain, it blows up like a fucking explosion. Uh, facility in, in NATO member Poland near the Ukrainian border was likely caused by Ukrainian air defense missiles, I, I guess. Uh, and there was no indication of a deliberate attack or that Russia was uh, preparing military actions against its allies. I don't think Russia did this. I think it was absolutely um, Ukrainian just being, like I said, reckless with this and caused this to happen. NATO Secretary General uh, Jens uh, Soltenberg said in Brussels that the attack was not Ukraine's fault and Russia bore ultimate responsibility as it pursued, oh, excuse me, its war against Ukraine. You know how I am. You know how I do my podcast. I do not edit anything. So you're going to hear burps, you hear farts, whatever the fuck I put on there. That's what you hear. And if you don't like it, don't listen to me. If you do like it, push this podcast to your buddies. Let them know about it. Say, hey, man, this guy ain't, actually ain't that bad. Why don't you listen to him? He's gonna, he gives some good information. Um, you know, and, and, and you can also talk to me. UnrealPodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. So let's continue with this. Paul's Prime Minister, uh, Matus uh, Morawicki. Matus. 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 Morawicki said Poland was still analyzing the possibility of launching an Article 4 procedure, a formal call for uh, consultations among members of the alliance in the face of a security threat, but added that it seemed it may not be necessary. Uh, Here you go. What is Article 4? Article 4 states NATO members will consult together whenever, in the opinion of any of them, the territory political independence or security of any of them is threatened. That's what I said. 
You know, we got to all get together. NATO has to get to get the fucking together. They have to talk about this and say, what the fuck are we going to do here? They got to take Putin, got to take Zelensky, got to bend him over and spank him with the fucking paddle, just like the principal in your middle school did when you got out of hand and you fucking fought with each other. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. Under Article 4, discussions at the North Atlantic Council, NATO's principal political decisions-making body, could potentially lead to some form of joint decision or action. Since NATO's creation in 1949, Article 4 has been invoked seven times, most recently in the, the February 2022, when eight members sought con uh, consultations following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Okay. Anyway, so what is Article 5? If Russia were determined to have attacked the territory of a member state, the focus would then shift to Article 5, the cornerstone of the founding treaty of NATO. Uh, the alliance was created in 1949 with the U.S. military as its powerful mainstay essentially to counter the Soviet Union and its Eastern Bloc satellites during the Cold War. Uh, the charter stipulates that the parties agree that an armed attack against one or more of them in Europe or North America shall be considered an attack against them all. An act of war. Um, you know, against Russia. And that's what I'm saying. If Russia did this, Article 5 could be embarked. Um, they agree that if such an armed attack occurs, each of them, in excess of the right of individual or collective self-defense recognized by Article 51 of the Charter of the United Nations will assist the party or parties so attacked by taking uh, forthwith individually and concert with the other parties uh, such action as a deems necessary, including the use of armed force to restore and maintain the security of the North uh, Atlantic area, it says. Uh, how could the Ukraine war trigger Article 5? Since Ukraine is not part of NATO, Russia's invasion in February did not trigger Article 5. Though the United States and other member states rushed to provide military and diplomatic assistance to, to Kiev. Which was, like I said, it, it's not a bad thing that we helped them out. But now it's becoming a, a, a very... Uh, the Zelensky and the Ukraines, it's it's careless. They're, they're, they're using our weapons carelessly. However, experts have long warned of the potential for a spoilover to neighboring countries uh, on NATO eastern flank that could force the alliance to respond militarily. Uh, such action by Russia, either intentionally or accidentally, has raised the risk of widening the war by drawing uh, other countries directly into the conflict. Uh is invoking Article 5 an automatic thing? Uh, no. Following an attack on a member state, the others come together to determine whether they agree uh, to regard it as an Article 5 situation. Uh, there is no time limit on how long such uh, consultations could take. The experts say the language is flexible enough to allow each member to decide how far to go in responding to armed aggression against another. Article 5 has been uh, activated once before on behalf of the United States in response to the September 11th, 20, or 2001 hijacking plane attacks on New York and Washington. Absolutely. What has Biden said about Article 5 comments? There's a fuck what Biden says, but let's, let's get in there. I, I can't stand this guy anymore. I just can't. He needs to get out. He's a feeble old man who does not know what he's doing. 
while insisting that the United States has no interest in going to war against Russia, President Joe Biden has said from the start Moscow's invasion that Washington would meet its Article 5 commitments to defend NATO partners. America is fully prepared with our NATO allies to defend every single inch of NATO territory. Every single inch, Biden said at the White House in September. He had declared earlier that there was no doubt that his administration would uphold Article 5. Here's the kicker with this, okay? Like I just got done saying to you. Yes. Uh, what do you call it? Kensington, Philadelphia. Borderlines, Fishtown. Which Fishtown now, if anybody is from the Philadelphia area or has been to Philadelphia, Fishtown is up and coming. Uh, row homes down there go for upwards of the million dollar range. Uh, people drive Lexuses and BMWs and Mercedeses. And then you have Kensington right next to it. Right next to it. Literally blocks. Uh, drug capital of like the world. Notters on the street and just drug addicts and crime and like you wouldn't believe. And of course, that spills into the neighboring neighborhoods. It, It happens. This is a war using military equipment, missiles, this and that. Of course, it's going to spill over top of, you know, it's like here, okay? I live close to the Delaware River and that separates us from New Jersey. Um, a gunshot would make it across the river with no problem, and and it, it's a couple hundred yards and could kill somebody on the other side at 100%. If, if that were to happen by accident and it kills somebody over there, let's say it were two different nations, Jersey and Pennsylvania, and that happens, that could be a reason to embark on war. But accidentally, like what if somebody over here is hunting and the bullet goes across and hits somebody? An accident, it's an accident. It depends. we got to look further into it. That's why... None of these. That's why I said, like, when you when you Google the missile strike in Poland, everybody has a different fucking saying to it. Poland. Missile strike wasn't a, a Russian attack. Ukraine says it's not to blame for the missile strike. Well, who the fuck is? Somebody's got to be to blame. So you go down to CNN. Poland. NATO says missile strike that killed two, likely fired by. And let, let's click on it. Let's see that. Let's see what CNN has to say, because I always love to hear what left-wing CNN has to say. Poland, NATO say missile that killed two likely fired by Ukraine defending against Russian attack. Okay, so now Ukraine carelessly killed two Polish people, okay, by firing a missile that happened to go over the border into Poland. An accident's an accident, but... That's called carelessness. Like, I don't care what you say. I think at this point, it's time we just get together. We go over there. We take these two assholes. We bend them over. We spank their fucking asses and say, you guys are out of control. You're out of fucking control. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're out of control. This shit has to stop. And you know what's crazy? You got... You you, you, you got Putin. He can push a fucking button and wipe out. You got Zelensky, who can't. You got this little-ass fucking country. You got this little-ass country fighting Russia. And they're winning. They're actually fucking winning. They're doing a better job. I don't think it's because Russia can't fight. I think it's because Russia doesn't want to fucking fight. Neither does fucking Ukraine. Ukraine are defending themselves. The kicker is... You got all these fucking young kids forced to fucking fight under Putin. 
forced to go out and fucking fight. They're used to fucking watching YouTube videos and doing TikToks and having fucking a good time. But here's Putin. Get out there and fight for this. And now we don't want to do this. And then fucking here's Zelensky. Like, we gotta, we're all going to die because this asshole wants to send all his troops over here to fight us. How about this? How about everybody? Hear me out if you're listening. You Russian guys and all you fucking Ukrainian fucking soldiers fighting there or whoever. Hear me out. Drop all your fucking guns and go, I'm not doing this anymore. Fuck you. Putin, here's a gun. Go after Zelensky himself. Here. How about we take Zelensky and we take Putin. We put the boxing gloves on him. And here, go at it in the fucking ring and beat the fucking shit out of each other. No more. Just put the shit down and say, I had enough. God gave us this fucking earth. Not to fight each other for the fucking land. Not to fight each other because this is what we think. Oh, I own that land. No, you don't. If you fucking really feel that, you know what? Fight for it. Fight the fucking each other. But not using other fucking people who don't care. You want it, you fight for it. Put the fucking gun down. Here you go, fucking Putin. Fuck you. You go fight yourself. Fight your own fucking war. You're a fucking idiot. Same with Zelensky. Zelensky, he's being careless with his shit. Oh, he wants more fucking weapons. He wants actual fucking nuclear weapons from us. The guy's absolutely out of his fucking mind. This is what I, I argued with somebody else the other day. And this is what it comes down to. Try to explain to him. We continue to keep giving these weapons to, to Ukraine. And we're giving them the right weapons right now. You know, of course, we're sending over shit from Lockheed Martin, like Sidewinders and all that kind of shit. What happens when we hand them a nuclear-tipped, you know, a little ballistic missile that can fucking go in there and just destroy a town or something? Something small, you know what I mean? Like, something of that nature, okay? And you send it in, and now what we're doing is we're encouraging Ukraine to do something even dumber. I agreed with somebody the other day, and I said... Us giving them something so powerful would be like us handing them a gun to go into a knife fight. Here's the gun. Go into the knife fight. Fight. We need to back the fuck out. This isn't our fight. This isn't our fight. Kiev was part of Russia at one time. If Putin wants it and, and, and all his people agree with him and want it also, that's up to them. Let them fucking fight over it. If Zelensky wants it so bad and doesn't want to give it back to Russia, let him fight on his fucking own. I know they don't have it, but they're not part of NATO. They're not part of NATO. Yes, a missile just landed in Poland. But according to what I'm reading, it seems more likely it's from fucking Ukraine, which makes it just a fucking careless mistake. But it is carelessness, and it's carelessness using the weapons we're supplying them with. And that is uncalled for. Uncalled for. Two years of this, man. I, I, I'm sorry. The way I look at it, man, I, I see Joe Biden, like I said, you know, Biden's response was like, his response was like, that's, somebody asked him about who said it, that that's not the correct shit. And they walked away. This guy's a feeble old man who doesn't know what he's doing. Hopefully, the two years that are left with this guy is it. Like, hopefully he's out of there. He's gone. Donald Trump announced Tuesday night that he is running for president of the United States in 2024. Thank you, God, for this. Okay? I'm not 100% 
about Trump doing this. I'm really not. Like, there, there, it, there, there's got to be other people out there better than Donald Trump. But let's face the facts. Donald Trump's running again. He's going to actually be the Republicans' best chance. And he should win, considering what we're walking into right now. So on Tuesday, in a 9 p.m. televised staged event, but only televised by the right-wing media sources or television sources, because it was not on ABC News. It was not on, on CNBC. It was not on NBC News. It was not on CNN. But it was on Fox. It was on politi- pol- other political sources that are more center. But it was not on any kind of left-wing media sources. Because to them, it's a threat. People are crying over it already. You know how many people I have fought with in just two fucking days over this Donald Trump running for president? Because people are throwing up these stupid memes on Facebook, on on, on Instagram, uh, you know, that make no sense. Trump, oh, another couple fucking years of lying. And I'm sitting there going, what did he actually lie about? Like, I actually called out a family member on this. He posted something about the lion. I said, please show me the lion you're actually talking about. Please show it to me. And there were crickets. I'm like, you don't, you got to be the worst fucking, seriously, you got to be the worst poker player in the world because you pretended like you were showing aces and you went in there with, with deuces and you didn't even have a good poker face. You had nothing to show for it. I came and I asked you to give me some facts and you couldn't do it. I threw facts at you and you had nothing to come back at me with. All you had was a meme. And that's all the left does. They throw memes at you. Then they call you an idiot. They call you an asshole. They call you a moron for not believing what their meme says. It's crazy. It's crazy. Show me the facts. Show me the facts. So anyway... Former President Trump launches his 2024 presidential campaign. And I'm going to read you this one off of NBC News. Let's go right to there. Trump. Oh, and they come right up with it. First, right off the bat. Trump, whose lies about the 20... Hold on. Let's, I, I hate when they put these fucking ads in the middle of shit and I can't read it. Trump, get the fuck out of here. Fucking goddamn ads. Get off here. All right. Trump, whose lies about the 2020 election inspired the insurrection, announces third White House bid. NBC News, bite my ass, stop with the lies. Let, let, let's, just, let's just be honest about this. The insurrection on January 6th, like I said, was uncalled for, but it was understandable. It's completely understandable. There is bullshit. Lies. There is bullshit. When it comes to our elections and, and, and the way we vote, there are nothing but bullshit lies. It's happened just now with the midterms. Come on, people. They're still fucking counting them. They're still fucking counting them. It's been over a week. Still fucking counting these fucking bit. It's crazy. There has to be an easier, a better system. This guy never lied about anything. He called it out. He said there's a swamp that we have to clear. He was 100% right about that. 100% right about that. We have a system that doesn't work. He was 100% right about that. There was no lies. There was no lies. Okay? When it came down to the fucking insurrection... And, and and in the election, the lies that he inspired, they weren't lies. Pennsylvania, mail-in voting in Pennsylvania got pushed around 
during COVID, they weren't allowing people in to count the votes. Like I'm talking about vote watchers, the ones who actually sit there and watch the other guy count. They weren't allowing them in because COVID. Oh my God, COVID's going to get you sick and you're going to die. Oh, so they wouldn't let you in the fucking building. They wouldn't let them in the same room. These people had to fucking try to fucking watch binoculars and shit from like 100 yards away. It wasn't working. Okay. Mail-in voting. They, they, they sat there and they claimed they were pulling out votes from under desks or they were throwing votes into the fucking dumpster. Okay, hold on. So exactly one year fucking later, Pennsylvania claims mail-in voting's unconstitutional. They claimed it one year, exactly one year later, after their president was already nice and cozy in the fucking Oval Office, right? Okay, you got him in. Fine. Now you come to the midterm elections. Pennsylvania, again, fucked up. Oh, Philadelphia, if you didn't fucking sign the outside of the envelope and date it, your vote wasn't going to count. Regardless of what side of the fucking fence you sat on, whether it was Democrat or Republican, it didn't matter. If you did not sign the outside of the fucking envelope with your name and the date, your vote didn't count. So you're going to sit there and you're going to tell me lies about the election that inspired an insurrection? That's bullshit. That's absolute fucking bullshit. Okay? Let's face the fucking facts. Of course there's wrongdoing. The Democratic Party fucking admitted it. There's wrongdoing in the elections. Because they came right out and they said, with the wrongdoing, there's not enough wrongdoing to overturn the election. Whoa. Huh. So wait a minute. So you're telling me there was wrongdoing, but not enough to overturn the election. That's what you're saying. Please say that to me again. There was wrongdoing, but not enough to overturn the election. If there's any type of wrongdoing at all, don't you think that should be grounds for termination, for disqualification? I do. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy the way they fucking think. It's crazy. So anyway, Trump has continued to falsely assert that he won the 2020 election but that he was denied office by rampant fraud. There was fraud. Let's face the facts, people. There was fraud. We all know it. That This is from fucking NBC News. Palm Beach, Florida. Donald Trump, the only president impeached twice, launched a campaign to reclaim the Oval Office on Tuesday. Let me tell you something. Both impeachments were fucking wrong. Should have never happened. Two years after voters ousted him, and a week after they rejected his hand-picked candidates in several pivotal Senate races. I'm sorry, we, we, wait, what's that? Oh, we have the House, right? <laughs> sorry, Democrats, you lost the House. Nancy, you're fired. <laughs> America's comeback starts right now. Trump said from the ballroom of his Mar-a-Lago resort, of course, where they, quote, found... Top secret documents. Listen, I argued with somebody about that the other day. I got a couple envelopes and I wrote top secret on them. I threw them on my floor and I took pictures. I go, look, I got top secret documents too. As long as you don't know what the fuck's in there, how can you prove to me that they're actual top secret documents? Dave Chappelle called it fucking perfect. And I'll play that in a few fucking minutes because you do need to hear that. And it's kind of long, so I want to get to it kind of quickly. But let's let, let's continue with this really quick. America's comeback starts now, Trump said, from the ballroom of Mar-a-Lago Resort, where he was joined by members of his family and prominent supporters, such as political operative Roger Stone, my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, and former representative Devin Nunes, Republican of California. We have always known... That this was not the end. It was only the beginning of our fight to rescue the American dream, Trump said, 
adding a twist to his trademark slogan, in order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States of America. <laughs> yes, Donald. Yes. So I'm going to get out of NBC News. I'm not going to go with this whole story because all they're going to do is actually try to bash him. Bash, 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 bash. That's what they do. That's the best thing they could do. So anyway, so I go back to other stories with him. And let's see. Trump ally billionaire GOP mega donor. Uh, Ronald Lauder won't back Trump's 2024. Uh, opinion, the Washington Post. Trump's 2024 announcement was really a concession speech. Listen. He came out, he spoke the way he should speak. This is going to help, and I'm going to explain this to you. So Trump announces that his first presidential run. So Tuesday at 9 p.m., like I said, on, on, on a televised, but not televised the way you think it would be, uh, he will run for his presidency uh, in the next election. So pushing some of the same issues and policies that he used during his 2020 loss to, to, to Biden, his 2020, now I'm starting to think it really was all fucked up. He's getting a lot more help from the current situation. Think about this, man. Think about this. Inflation, crime, border crises, energy independence. These are things that are going to only push him, help him get back into the Oval Office. Think about it. Far left Democrats still aren't convinced that these issues are enough to get their votes you know, in Trump's direction, because I still argue with Democrats, far left Democrats all the time. They're still stuck on abortion, stuck on abortion, stuck on women's rights. Listen, I don't disagree with women's rights. I think a woman should have rights, but there has to be restrictions. I said this before. I said it before. I don't have to explain it again. Okay. I don't disagree, but that is not the issue we should be running on right now. That's the issue that Democrats are running on. And that's the issue that far Democrats are actually still not voting for Trump because of that, which makes no sense to me. Hmm. It makes no sense to me. I will, like, the person will vote for Joe Biden because of fucking, they're afraid of women's rights being taken away. But when they can't afford to live, like, this is the kicker. Think about this. Inflation gets so goddamn high. Crime gets so fucking bad. The border crisis, all these Mexicans running across the fucking border. You're paying, let's say next year. You're paying fucking $3,000 a month for heating oil to try to heat your house. you got no money coming in. You're poor as fucking shit, but you're worried about abortion. You can't afford to heat your house. How the fuck do you think you're going to afford abortion? Even if you're even hit with abortion. Think about statistically. Is abortion actually going to affect your life? Like, that's what you need to sit down. Like, I, I'm totally 100% anti or I should say, I'm not anti, I'm pro-abortion. 100% pro-abortion. I'm for women's rights, but there has to be restrictions. I talked about this before. So I'm 100% for abortion, okay? But statistically, statistically, I have two beautiful daughters. Statistically, am I ever going to need it or use it? I don't I don't think so. I think it's like less than a percent. It's well less than a percent. It's got to be. Then I'm going to need that, Okay. But statistically, the inflation, the crime, everything's hitting me right now. Inflation's real. I'm, I'm paying $4.25 a gallon of gas. My parents just paid fucking $1,200 to fill their oil tanks. Two oil tanks, of course. Don't get me wrong, but it's still a lot of fucking money to fill two oil tanks, which usually in a cold winter lasts a month or so. It's crazy. 
But you're, yet they'll still ride the abortion thing. That's the, thing, the crazy thing that gets me, man, that these people will still vote because of abortions. And But they don't care how much money they're going to put out for, you know, their oil next year, their, their gas prices. The $4.25, the four, the $4.25 carton of eggs at the food store, the $5 milk, the, the, the $4 bread, like it's never been this high. I, I walk out with a half a cart of fucking food and, and it's like 200 bucks. And I'm sitting there going, 200 bucks, man. I used to walk out with like a cart and a half of food. It's, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy, but that's how the, the far left Democrats, that's how they think. So anyway, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Trump's 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 going. He, he's going to fucking do it. I'm telling you right now, he's got to do it. So Dave Chappelle anyway does a stand up, and I'm going to play Dave Chappelle stand up for you. So that way you can get your own gist of it. Listen in on it once I click in here and let it play. Hopefully you can hear this. Because playing it off the computer, it's a little far away. It's, and it's a long monologue. But and it's, it's, hey, you're getting a little comedy show out of this. and He does pump Trump's tires. I don't care how people look at it. You might think he doesn't, but he does. Uh, before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I prepared. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> well, we know what this is going for. The Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. I got to tell you guys, I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in sequence. And those words are the and juice. <laughs> I've never heard someone do good after they said that. Well, look, we're going to we're gonna fast forward just a little bit because this is kind of a long monologue. Um, let's see if I can zap it up a little bit, get to more Trumpy stuff. This is students past the teacher. That's <laughs> true. But talking about the Kanye and the Jewish shit that Kanye pulled, and he broke the show business rules. It's, it's, it's time to like let's see. It's Kyrie Irving's black ass was yeah, Kyrie Irving. Now we know about Kyrie. <laughs> I've been to Hollywood. No one's y'all to get mad at me. Let's see. Laughter. Uh, here we go. Let's let's. All right. So he's going to talk about Herschel Walker, and yeah, I agree with him on this one a little bit. Herschel Walker is a little bit of a tart, but that's my opinion. Now the midterms are over. It's okay. crazy climate, and I got to tell you, uh, I feel like this midterm, like all of humanity, depends on it, and it's an ominous sign. The most ominous sign of midterms, I believe, would be Herschel Walker, who I I don't want to speak badly of because he's black, <laughs> but I have to admit. 
He's, um, he's observably stupid. He's a football player, man. He took too many hits to the fucking head. You know how that works. Even when he's not talking, his mouth be open a little bit. He's the kind of guy that looks like he thinks before he makes a move on tic-tac-toe. <laughs> I, you know, he only can hope Herschel Walker wins because he's a Republican, well, but... Now that declaring the end of the Trump era. Now, okay, I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites. You're Trump's. <laughs> A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I, I get it, because I hear it every day. He's very loved. This is pumping his talk. The reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. Look, you can... I'm not joking right now. Yeah. He's an honest liar. That first debate, that first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. And across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as you suggest, what would be your evidence? Remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged. Because I use it. I said, God damn. That's right. And then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card, chop a lot of cocaine up and spit it out of the He's not stupid. No one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, This man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> See, people don't realize that he's pumping Trump's tires. And then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. Absolutely right. And I know you won't, because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, the star was born. Absolutely was. No one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside, and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing. That's right. Inside they are. That house. Mm-hmm. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. Yes. Thank you, Dave Chappelle, for doing this. The Democrats are sore losers. Yes, they are. I'm a Democrat. I'm telling you, as soon as he won, they started... Started saying all that he's colluding with Russia, he's colluding with Russia. It was very embarrassing as a Democrat, but as time went on, we all came to learn he was probably colluding with Russia. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, let me stop this for one second. Let me let me let me let, let me just explain this one really quick with this Russia collusion thing. They had no evidence of the Russia collusion. They had no evidence, nothing at all. He just said, just like he said. He was probably colluding with Russia. Well, think about this right now. You have a Russian president, absolutely Russian president, who is absolutely disrespecting our American president. Same with a Chinese president. Xi Jinping, disrespecting our president. Same with a North Korean president, Kim Jong-un. Completely and totally Absolutely 
looking at our president as a weak, feeble old man. Disrespect. We have a system, a president, a Democratic Party, who is weak, feeble, and disrespected completely and totally by everyone, the enemies and our allies. We're not respected as a country right now because we've become weak under the Biden administration. That's a fact. Donald Trump colluding with Russia? Hey, here's my kicker. Would you rather have a relationship with your enemy and keep the peace? Or would you rather have disrespect from your enemy and wars going on with the possibility of nuclear? That's not a hard question to answer. It's really not, if you think about it. It's not a hard question to answer at all. It's pretty simple. I don't think anybody wants to go to nuclear war. I don't think anybody wants to go to any kind of fucking war. But yet, right now, you have an administration and a president who doesn't give a flying fuck. Okay, he really doesn't. They don't care. They're disrespected. They're weak. They've made America weak. They have divided us by our political parties, by the color of our skin, by sexual orientation, by Jewish, by Polish, by whatever other nationality that you your background comes from. They're dividing the shit out of us. Our government is not stupid. A feeble old man, he is, yes. Disrespected, yes. Stupid? Mm. I'd like to say they're not stupid. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing. They know that a divided America is a weaker America, and as long as they keep us divided, we're easier to control. Wake up, people. Start to realize that's what's going on. When we stand up and we're strong, remember what happened on September 11th, 2021. We came together as a nation, hurt, punched, sucker punched. When we came out strong, we were all together as one. We put our petty differences to the side and we came together. That strength right there scared the fucking shit out of our government. I'll tell you that right now. Because guess what? If we all get together and we get on the same fucking page and we realize that our government has become the government that our forefathers warned us about. Oh, if we decide to go back at them all together and take over this country, they're in trouble. It's we the people, not we the government. And our forefathers knew that. That's why. That's why. They developed the Constitution of the United States of America. That's why they put these forever laws up and said these cannot be abolished. Once they are, the government owned you. Our forefathers knew this was going to happen down the road. That's why they did this. There was no fucking way that we escaped fucking British rule only to go back to British rule. They knew it was going to happen. They knew eventually government was going to get too rich, too big, and too powerful. And the American people were going to suffer from it. They knew this was going to happen. A weaker America, a divided America, is easier to control. Just remember that. That might help you figure out who you should vote for down the road.
Let's continue with Mr. David Chappelle. His wife is beautiful, no question about it, but she looks like the kind of chick that James Bond would smash but not trust. <laughs> Why are all them documents at his house? What is this? This guy that's famous for not reading his press briefings, now all of a sudden he got 10,000 documents in his house and we'll catch him on the readings. Yeah. Think about that one for a minute. The, pre- the documents. He's talking about the documents. I've been fired from jobs many times in my Here, life. Listen. And, and I will be very honest with you. Sometimes I was fired. I stole things from the office. <laughs> Staplers, computer mouses, all kinds of stuff. But you know what I never stole from work? Work. 100%. So why would Donald Trump want to steal top secret documents? Things that had to do with work. Except for to expose something that is actually going on wrong in our system. That's the only reason I can see why he would take top secret documents. There is something inside them if they are real to begin with. Which I personally don't... I don't know. I I can't sit there and say I don't think they are. I don't know. Maybe there is really top secret documents in there. Maybe it's shit that would expose our government to all the bullshit of control that they have done for years over top of the American people. All the money they stole tax-wise. All the fucking lockdowns and the bullshit that they have done to make themselves rich and you poor. Okay? Maybe Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Maybe the shit that's in there is real. Maybe Hillary Clinton's emails were absolutely real. Maybe she did kill American soldiers in Benghazi. Maybe, maybe Russian collusion was real. Maybe having a relationship with your fucking enemy is a little bit better than having a fucking disrespectful relationship with your enemy. (sighs) Dave Chappelle, it was right on the money. He pulled it out of his fucking hat. He did it. And he stirred up the writers at Saturday Night Live. They had no clue that he just won one over top of them. the fucking man he called it all out right there and made america understand that there is a fucking problem in the system ignore me my first netflix special what did i say 
I said, I don't want a sneaker deal because the minute I say something that makes those people mad, they're going to take my sneakers away. And the whole crowd's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> when they see Kanye walking around L.A. barefoot with the chain on. I lost a billion and a half dollars in a day. A billion and a half dollars in a day. I saw that. I said, put your chain on, nigga. Welcome back. <laughs> it shouldn't be this scary to talk. No, it shouldn't. Anything. No, it shouldn't. It's making my job incredibly difficult. To be honest with you, I'm getting sick. Talking to a crowd like this. I love you to death. And I thank you for your support. And I hope they don't take anything away from me. <laughs> Whoever they are. That's right. All right, with that being said, Dave Chappelle, you're the fucking man. I love it that you put that out. And you actually pumped Trump's tires there. You did. There is actually a swamp in Washington that needs to be cleared out. Donald Trump called it. He said that there was. Okay? People still don't believe him to this day. Still don't believe him. Still don't fucking believe him. Ain't it crazy that people still think the Democratic Party, the, the far left wing, that they're good? People still think that, that COVID, oh my God, we're all going to die from COVID because CNN tells us we're going to die. They're using these things as tools against us. Donald Trump knew there was a fucking swamp in Washington. He called it out. Donald Trump called it out in the last fucking debate against Biden and said, you're going to see inflation like you've never seen it before under this guy. Was he lying? Man, food for thought, people. Wake the fuck up. You really need to. Like I said... Please push this podcast to your friends if you can. This is one of my better fucking episodes. I'm actually happy about this one. I liked it. I liked it. Dave Chappelle, you're the fucking man. Donald Trump, 2024, absolutely 100%. The war in fucking Ukraine with Russia and Ukraine and the bullshit that happened in Poland. This shit needs to stop. Somebody needs to step the fuck in there and take both of them by their fucking hands, bend them over their knee and spank them with the fucking paddle because they're out of control. Okay, let's get back to fucking what we need to be, okay? We need a fucking world that is actually calm. That that's I want a place where I'm proud to fucking say I'm alive and I'm an American citizen. That was America before COVID under Donald Trump. I felt strong. I was fucking proud to be an American. I was not scared to walk down the fucking street. Okay, I had money in my pocket. I was spending my money. I was enjoying life. Now I can't afford it. I carry my gun everywhere the fuck I go because I'm fucking scared. We live in a fucking, we live in that alternate 1985 from Back to the Future 2. If you remember when he goes back and it's all under Biff's control. Biff's Pleasure Palace. That's what the White House should have on it right now. Biden's Pleasure Palace and it should be lit up like a fucking casino. Under this alternate 2020 fucking two. It's crazy. We live in a crazy time right now. I want back the Trump right before COVID hit. Yeah, COVID fucked shit up. I get it. I know it did. 
But guess what? Trump still was the best president I ever lived under in my lifetime. And I want that back. I want that strong America. We need it. People, get out. Fucking support this guy. And get this administration that's in there fucking up out. They're going to do whatever they can to try to make it look like they're fixing America. When gas prices go to $3 a gallon, I hope you turn around and say they're still not $2 like when you started your presidency, Mr. Biden. When he starts to slow down these fucking immigrants rushing across the border, I hope you turn around and say, well, our border was secure before you took office, Mr. Biden. I hope that you realize that all the problems that are actually happening right now are a direct cause to Mr. Biden's policies, kind of like inflation inside the United States of America. If we would have been energy independent here, inflation in this country would not be as harsh as it is right now. You would still have inflation on imports, but anything that is actually domestic would not be as bad as it is right now. But this man, his policies, his administration's policies, ruined it for the American people. So when you go to vote in two years, I don't care if this guy takes it down a little notch and shows you that I'm making it better. You should have never made it bad to begin with, Mr. fucking Biden. All you had to do was continue, continue to do well. With what you already had. What you walked into. He didn't walk into any bullshit. I don't want to hear that he did. There was no bullshit to walk into. You had a fucking. You had a virus. A fucking pandemic. And you had a fucking vaccine. Or you had a shot. That was pushed by Donald Trump. And his administration. He didn't create it. But it was pushed by him. It started. Operation Warp Speed started under Donald Trump. It was pushed by Donald Trump. All you had to do was continue it. But you turned it into a political bullshit. You you caused businesses to fail. You caused people to lose jobs. You caused the economy to fucking tank. You caused fucking people to not be able to work because of vaccine mandates. You destroyed this country, Mr. Biden, and you will pay for it. You'll pay for it when Donald Trump steps in and says, Mr. Biden, you're fired. Just like Nancy Pelosi just got. Anyway, till next time, people. Again, Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. Thank you for listening to Un... It's not Unreal. It's thank you for listening to shooting the fucking shit. I'm still calling it Unreal fucking reality because it's what it was. Thank you for listening to shooting the shit. Again. Thirsty Thursday, man. Get out and have a fucking drink. Stay proud. Stay American. And get out and fucking support Mr. Donald Trump. And let's get these fucking Democratic bureaucrats out of fucking Washington. Because they don't deserve to be there anymore. Okay? I love you people. Stay patriotic. I'll talk to you next time.